Known as the Bermuda Triangle of Transylvania, this mysterious forest is shrouded in legends of paranormal phenomena, including ghostly apparitions, unexplained disappearances, and even UFO sightings. presented by the good people at the Podbelly Network. My fellow Americans, we are fortunate to be alive. They need them to protect us from the number one killer in history. Protect us from the Central University. A study on Like we always do about this time. Boom. All right, everybody. Welcome to episode 336 of the Art and Do America podcast. I am your host in the place to be, Mr. Jacob Pete. And sitting right across from me on this lovely October evening is the brown recluse, Mr. Art Trail. Art, say hello to the millions. A million. What's up, people? Guys, go to cavemancoffee.com. Check out their entire inventory. They got the coffee teas. They got the hibiscus teas. They got the cacao butter. They got everything your heart desires. Use promo code America. Check out the receipt. 15% off. Tell them Art Jacobson you take a picture of yourself drinking the tea, drinking the hibiscus tea, drinking the cacao butter. <laughs> just straight up, just melt cacao butter Into down to tea. a fine paste and drink it. You know, that'll help with your blood pressure. Uh, drink some, uh, some nitro cold brew. I mm. think, uh, what was the record? I think uh, 32. 32. Mm. Jesus has drank 32 straight. We haven't seen him since. I believe he's at dialysis. He's at dialysis. Um, he, I thought he was at um, Las Vegas. <laughs> Las Vegas. <dialysis. laughs> they have dialysis centers out yeah. there. But um, <laughs> but yeah, use promo code America to see 15% off. And tell him our Jacob feature. And speaking of dialysis, guys, I need everyone to head on over to SuckerApparel.com where the great and powerful Nicole Smith-Bosch has put together an illustrious array of merchandise for your consumption pleasure. So uh, check out all the designs that she has designed with her own two lovely hands. Uh, but before you hit checkout, guys, I need everyone to enter promo code ARTANDJACOB and Nicole will give you 10% off your entire purchase. But Art, we're not here sitting around the good old table, the good old fucking occult tablecloth loin table today to talk about how Jesus has to get dialysis out you know, <laughs> in Las Vegas or how Nicole Smith boss has lovely hands to put together lovely merchandise for your consumption pleasure. Art, what are we here to talk about on the third or fourth week of this spooky Halloween season? Yeah, hopefully these episodes are like scary as shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but guys, this one, this is kind of a, a throwback to a pre-podcast style episode um, long before we had a podcast every once in a while we would uh, watch something creepy on at 
Jacob's Jacob's place here. It was like before we went to work, we would just put on some like random shit. Mm-hmm. And one of the shows that we would watch was Destination Truth, which still to this day banger. I'm surprised it got canceled after season three or whatever yeah. it was. Well, Josh has his like own show that like yeah. he does on Discovery. Like he has like Destination, like Unknown yeah. Destination, like all here these- is the tomb of Ayahuasca, and like yeah. they like fiddle around in a fucking tomb and find like a a coin or something now and shit. What's her name? Uh, the the hot girl from the show JL. JL. She had a spin-off show too. Where really? It, yeah, she had a spin-off show. She had two spin-off shows. She had one where it was um I feel horrible. Where like they she would basically go and like try to reenact like, "Oh, did they fake this video?" I can't remember. Factor Factor faked. Okay. She had that show. And then she had another show with um uh, what's Ozzy Osbourne's son's name? Oh, Jack Osbourne. Jack Osbourne, where they would travel together in separate cars, <laughs> <laughs> separate hotel rooms, uh, but they would travel together across the country and um, just like, like be like, oh, is this haunted cemetery? Like whatever. You know, you know, little Jack's perverted ass you, was having a crush on her too. Oh yeah, He's so like, you know, I'll go, I'll go look at her on the show. So here's yeah. here's what here's how that show came across. Jack, you know, definitely the least, you know productive Osborne. Because uh, even his sister ha- has had moments of fame. You know, she had that really racist thing she said about Mexican people and all these things. So, like, they've all had, like, little hits outside of Crazy Train. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but, um, but he, besides, like, the Osborne TV show when they were younger and after that, like, he just had that ghost thing. But you could tell he was like, all right, I got an idea. I traveled the country and I, I like investigate these things or whatever. Hot ass it, Colombian kinda, who's girl. That, who's that guy who like who goes to like Flavor Town? <laughs> oh, Guy Fieri. Guy Fieri. He's like, I'm gonna be the Guy Fieri of ghost hunting. And oh, okay. then they're like, all right, but you can't do this alone, Jack, because there we need some eye candy here. You yeah, know, yeah. like you know, we you're a cool hang, but we got eyes too, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> so then. What's her name? JL or whatever? JL, yeah. Yeah, they're like, JL, you know, she her show just got canceled. Let's bring her over. Let's put her on this TV show. And yeah, sh- yeah, she is kind of like one of the hottest girls in the ghost hunting community mm-hmm. or whatever. Creepy community or whatever. Not the, the hottest, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, top. Even, top five. Although, although, like, Zach Baggins, even though I hate the Zach dude. Zach Baggins. Yeah, the ghost hunters guy. The, oh, man. You're putting him in... No, not him, but he, he, I think he's either married to or just long time living in sin with, uh, what's her name, Holly Madison, one of the girls next door. Let me look that up. Yeah. One of the girls next door, is that a show? Oh my God, what rock did you, remember that fucking show that Hugh Hefner, speaking of reality TV, Holly, Holly Madison. You like you like white girls. You 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 probably enjoy Let her. Let's see Holly Madison. Holly Madison. The funny thing that is a okay. Let's take a look. Mhm. Mhm. Uh. Yeah, not really my thing, but um. What? Yeah, I don't know. She. I mean, I put JL above her, but yeah, Holly yeah. Madison definitely oh, yeah. a dime JL piece. JL above her for sure, but yeah. Uh. Yeah, I mean, but but she's not really in the ghost hunting community. I've never even heard of her. Girls oh. Next Door. I never watch that show by the way but um okay interesting yeah i'm still not gonna put her in the <laughs> so still jail top five okay um, yeah. yeah um but yeah i i could anyways we were fans of this tv show Correct, one of the yeah. one of the topics that they covered was when, <laughs> when they uh went to uh hoya bushka 
Forest. Uh, I, I, your your you guess is as good as mine because I listened to about seventeen different podcasts and everybody said it differently. I know the first one tra- is Hoya. Hoya, yeah, and Baku. Hoya Bachu. Hoya Bachu. There That's you how go. it is. There it is. Hoya Bachu Forest. Yes, we're putting it down uh, yeah, right that's now. That's it. Hoya Bachu Forest. That's the one we're, we're going Romanian with. Romanian experts yeah. now, brother. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's one of the topics that they covered. They covered a bunch of topics, but this was definitely. I remember. I think. I think we watched this one afterward because I think we. I think. I think I remember the moment we got some like Carl's Jr. or something. It was like a pretty late night. Mm, yeah, and, and we're like, all right, let's watch like two more episodes of this shit. And they, you know, what sounds good right now? A big Carl and some JL. Yeah, yeah. We got some. We got some more of that JL action. Now, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so let's let's do this. So we watched that episode. And ever since then, I've been really intrigued by this forest because mm-hmm. a lot of times it would go to like, oh, the island of the Mexican dolls in Mexico or whatever. And it's like, okay. And I've thought about doing that as a topic sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, not a lot of interesting shit, you know, not mm-hmm. very interesting. And they go there and not a lot of interesting shit happens. Like a raccoon gets in someone's pants <sighs> or some shit and nothing really happens. This one, it was like the most like, interesting shit was happening in this one Mm -hmm. they would hear random noises they would see like shadows like appear and disappear and like different things like that they saw like balls of light traveling through the through the forest correct pretty interesting stuff but then the most interesting one was where he was having different people of the crew go to the middle of the the there's an area in the forest that's basically empty he was having people go to the middle of there and just sit there for an hour and like talk to the ghost or whatever well, one of his film crew people um, started to feel kind of nauseous, didn't feel well, and all of a sudden you see footage of the dude like getting flung across the air, like six feet in the air, and falling down. And then everybody rushes over to see like if he's okay, and he has like these giant claw marks on his back, and he's basically like, "I don't feel good. I'm, I'm, I feel lightheaded." And they do test his blood, and he's like has low blood pressure all of a sudden. Important to note, he does not have diabetes. He does not have di- high, high blood pressure or low blood pressure or diabetes. Well, I did talk to Jacob Pryor. I think we talked about how they brought in a little bit of pandulce <laughs> to just you know help him out, get him through the moment. Some medical pandulce. Some medical pandulce, emergency <laughs> pandulce someone just had in there. <laughs> Jail, you came through again. <laughs> uh, they they bring out the pandulce and they uh, they get her they get his medical attention. And I think he talks about how he felt fine as soon as they left the forest. Correct. So um, one of the most interesting moments in in that show. It's a damn shame that show's not on Netflix anymore. But mm-hmm. yeah, super super cool. Um, since then, I've thought about covering this for a long time, and I, for a long time, I was like, I can't remember the name of that forest. Yeah. But here we are now. You just covering. said it two seconds ago. I still can't remember. Hoya, Bakshu. Bashu Forest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, which is it has been described as the Bermuda Triangle of Romania and also one of the most haunted forests in the entire world. So uh, that's what we'll be covering today. You know, a lot of yeah. slow build up to that. But yeah, yeah, that's basically it. We're covering another haunted forest. So a few years back, maybe like one of the first 100 episodes-ish, Eric was involved with the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, we covered another haunted forest, the uh, um, Ga- Forest. Yeah, the Aoki Gahara. Uh, back when uh, Logan Paul wasn't fighting people, he was just you know like a little skinny YouTuber and whatnot, right? Yeah. And um, it, it kind of gave me a lot of vibes, like doing research on this topic. Like, it, I mean, 
people don't go to this forest to commit suicide. That I think that's the biggest difference there, as well as like the um, the build of this forest. Like it's not made on you know uh, lava rocks like the Okigahara, uh, but it does have like some weird soil. And I thought like it was um, just wives' tales that were being said about this forest, but there is like a lot of like electromagnetic activity. Um, they're like art said, you know, in destination truth, um, the show with Josh Gates and hot ass jail, uh, there's what's described as there's a lot of vegetation that grows around the area. Very weird trees that grow like, like upside down fucking question marks. They do look like upside down question marks. That's one of the, right off the bat, if you look at pictures of this forest, that's one of the first pictures you'll see is these trees that look like they're starting off to grow normal, and all of a sudden they have, like, these giant curbs in them, mm-hmm. and then they straighten back out. It looks like the Riddler, like, went to town on this yeah. forest and whatnot, And right? it's it's not just, like, one or two. It's, like, hundreds of these things. They're just everywhere. And then the trees that aren't shaped like that, like, they have these, like, weird root formations where it actually looks like people. Like, you know, like some, like, fucking bonsai expert came in and, like, manipulated the trees over the years or whatnot yeah. to look like scary demons coming after you whatever like like walt disney like this is like some the shit imagineers out of, yeah walt disney imagineers coming out here this was the original site of the haunted mansion kind yeah. of thing uh but you have all that growing or going on and all of that growth is happening in a clockwise formation which is super weird uh but there is like this clearing in the middle of the forest uh you know local legend has it as this perfect circle but you know thanks to google earth it's not a perfect circle but it's like this this circular meadow where nothing grows at all. It's like the trees just stop growing because something mm-hmm. either landed there. And there's a lot of conflicting scientific information, but depending on what day of the year or whatnot, right, when you're taking soil samples, it'll be rich in radiation. And sometimes the grass grows super tall, like, you know, like a fucking, you know, like like corn patches, or sometimes nothing grows there at all, at all, or whatnot. So uh, very weird anomalies with the vegetation of uh, this forest. Yeah, that's one of the big calling cards is that middle of the middle of the forest hole in the middle. Mm-hmm. And like I said earlier, that is where that Destination Truth episode really takes the next level there. But yeah, you're right. The vegetation is weird. The locals don't really want to go in there. Re- mm-hmm. Fairly recently... I believe it's uh, in Romania where where this takes place, right? It's in Romania. <laughs> it's in uh, Romania. That's the actual country it's in, but it's important to note, too, the actual region that uh-huh. this is in is Transylvania, too. Correct. So, and if you're familiar with Dracula, that's where that motherfucker's yeah. from, right? I was, I was actually looking up a thing that said, like, like scariest places in Transylvania, and Dracula's castle, which apparently is, like, a real castle there, mm-hmm. It's not even number one. This was number one on the list. And yeah. I was like, wow, that's really impressive that this is the, the most like haunted location by by the local standards. So one thing that I did not know going into this episode was um, in that Destination Truth episode, they make it sound like this forest is in the middle of nowhere. You have to take like, you know, miles and miles of like hiking <laughs> to get here. But apparently the town is like fairly close to the <laughs> to the forest. Yeah. Just the locals don't go anywhere near it. Yeah. Like I was saying earlier, this, the the uh, Romanian government has started to create hiking trails to try to like you know take away from the the scariness of this forest. Mm-hmm. Try to make people a little more like wanting to go into the forest. 
but people do not go in there regardless. People yeah. are refused to go in there despite the new hiking trails, despite the new signage and all this stuff and trying to make it a little more welcoming. People do not go in there. Mm-hmm. And it's a forest that's located, that's about three square kilometers and whatnot, right? And it's located uh, west of the city, Cluj-Nopaka. And I'm probably butchering the fuck out of that name. Uh, but right gobsmack in the middle of Transylvania, Romania. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, so one of the things that makes this so so famous, I guess infamous in the area, it's, there's really two major stories that happen. Correct. One, I guess we'll start here because it's the older of the two. It's really where the name of the forest comes from, the Hayu, Hoya Bachu. Oh, dang, I nailed it again. <laughs> Hoya Bachu Forest comes from a sheep herder. And that's like what, actually what uh, Hoya Bachu means. It means forest of the sheep herder. Yeah, so it was a sheep herder that had 200 sheep with him that wandered into the forest and basically just never came back. There was no sign of dead sheep. There was no sign of, like, you know, an animal attacking them, anything like that. They wandered into the forest and vanished. Correct. And ever since then, it was like, whoa, that's not normal. That's not, you know, one or two of them disappearing. It Mm -hmm. was a sheep herder and his 200 sheep banished. And it's important to know, too, like, this is not like the fucking Amazon or, like, this big, humongous, you know, forest that takes up, like, a whole state or whatever, right? Like I said, it's it's two. It, what they describe is 250 hectares, mm-hmm. uh, and then Wikipedia describes it as being, you know, three square kilometers or whatever, which is not yeah. humongous. I mean, it's not small, but it's doable, like, within if you send a search party in hand-to-hand, you know, you'll be able to cover it within a night, you yeah. know? So. Um, 200 sheep <laughs> just go missing like that. Like that's, that's super strange. That is super strange. It starts to give you a little bit of like Blair Witch Project vibes, mm-hmm. you know? And, and if you watch like videos of this, it does remind me of like, it has a very old forest vibe to it. Like the wood mm-hmm. looks old on these trees. Yeah. So it does add an extra creepy layer of, of, you know, of ambiance. The other big story that locals tell and everyone will tell you is the story of a little girl that wanders into the forest, disappears for five years, and then reappears wearing her clothes that still look like the same day that she disappeared, has no memory of her even disappearing. She thinks in her eyes she just wandered into the forest and wandered back out and does not remember the five years that she was missing. Which is uh, pretty fucking trippy, <laughs> like I must say that. So, you know, once you get those two stories, the locals are like, fuck no, we're not going in there. Mm-hmm. Something's going in there. Um, also, there's a lot of reports of, like, strange lights hovering around the forest. You know, on our on our bingo check card here, I just want to, let's just get it out of the way, dude. It has some real Skinwalker, skinwalker Ranch <laughs> You beat it. me to it, man. Because uh, as soon as I was, like, looking into this, I was like, you got the glowing lights. You got missing time. You got weird magnetic shit happening here. Plants growing in, like, mm-hmm. weird directions. Possible wormholes. Possible wormholes. Like, there's, you know, like, time, the space-time continuum being mm-hmm. broken here. It does have weird shit like that, you know? Very Skinwalker Ranch. We haven't covered this other place, but, like, the Zone of Silence in Mexico. Correct. It has that vibe of, like, hmm, mm-hmm. this is very strange. Also, like, the, the magnetic, electromagnetic t- 
radioactivity <laughs> also found in Skinwalker Ranch, yeah. radioactive soil and whatnot also found in Skinwalker Ranch. Um, another thing, too, uh, there's a lot of reports of ghosts and spirits, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of uh, noises like uh, women screaming. Children laughing, little girls laughing in the middle of the hole yeah, or, which is, or the dead space or whatever. Yeah, which is super creepy as well. Uh, the feeling of like anxiety and nausea. Um, one of the stories that's told there is like this is where like the devil lives. Therefore, the price you pay for entering, you know, the forest and coming out alive and with your soul is that, you know, you pay the price with your health as people have left the forest with, you know, extreme, uh, you know, fevers, uh, extreme headaches, uh, nosebleeds, all sorts of like weird health problems. Like you mentioned with the gentleman earlier on Destination Truth. He had, you know, a drop in blood pressure with no history of that or diabetes. You know, he had to get cured with some pandulce. Yeah. We want to drive away some demons, guys. That uh, was her last pandulce, too. <laughs> <laughs> this was going to be I my guess, breakfast. I guess we'll give you this one. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but yeah, like you, you hear a lot of stories about that, um, as well as, you know, uh, residual hauntings, like people... Mm-hmm taking you know ghosts with them after you know they leave the forest and that's the one of the things that i found really interesting is that that's really the main reason the locals don't like to go in there is because they do say that like it's possible that the land is cursed i heard a lot of people saying that the the land itself is cursed Mm -hmm. and going in there curses you like after you leave and like it compromises your health and that sort of thing and that is a pretty scary thing like i see a lot of people talk about like going to ghost hunting type things and like you never really hear people going like oh yeah also like you're gonna feel lightheaded for the rest of your life and like you know <laughs> you're gonna have to eat a bunch of pandulce just to keep <laughs> you going type of thing always be within walking <laughs> distance of a fucking vallarta <laughs> yeah it's like oh man i hope you have a bolillo on you dude <laughs> but um i have my compass in one hand and my bolillo in the other yeah and so, you know, that is a that is a pretty scary thing. I can see why the locals don't don't want to go there. I was watching a YouTuber who like traveled there and like basically she said that the 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 destination of getting there was fairly easy. Except that her taxi driver was just like, "Well, this is about as far as I'm going to go cuz mm-hmm. you're on your own from here on. It's like a 3-mile walk from here, but like you're on your own." Yeah. And like that was about as close as the locals will go like three miles within the forest and then they're turning around. Yeah. Which kind of tells you a lot of like, you know, everybody knows like their town, but like, you know, they know it well. They know yeah, it too. Don't go to Hart Park, Copper Kelly. Come on now. Yeah. It's like, when is, isn't Copper Kelly coming in like a couple of weeks? Isn't he coming for Thanksgiving? I think like November ish. Yeah. Dude, are you going to invite him to your Thanksgiving, your family Thanksgiving? I should, huh? Yeah. Dude. Well, why is he coming here? Uh, <laughs> why? On, why? Him and Keenan Flannery, I believe, are going on tour to spread the joy of the Irish folk music that he plays. Oh, and they're playing here? I think in LA, but he's going to make a stop in Bakersfield because. To play at like the. What's that one place that like folk musicians play here crystal uh, palace no not crystal palace but it's right close to the crystal palace the tumbler i assume oh, he's tumbler? gonna play tumbler oh, he or something that would be a good spot for him yeah yeah but that's anyway. cool if he plays tumbler i'd be down to go oh dude tumbler has excellent food too yeah yeah i'll yeah. eating my fucking buffalo chicken sandwich or whatever <laughs> like, yeah. yeah anyways um now that you mention it yeah like there was some podcast that i was listening to earlier 
Ah, they was with higher budgets, obviously. The than fighter us. and the kid. Yeah, Brendan Schaub and Brian Callen. They yeah. went out to fucking Romania and shit. No, um, I I forget their name. I apologize. I know we're supposed to cite our sources and shit, but this is just a fucking dog and pony show. But anyways, yeah. a podcast with a higher budget, obviously, obviously than us, uh, actually made a trip out to Transylvania. Oh, wow. Uh, to do more research on the topic. Because I'm going to be honest with you guys. Like, you can go to TripAdvisor and you can have all the facts, like, within, like, nine minutes of this this topic or whatever, right? So they actually fly the fuck out there to Transylvania, go to the Hoya Bachu or whatever, right? And they go, like, I guess you can actually go on tours. Like, there's actually people that will walk you through the forest in the day and the night and whatnot. So they take this trip. And I guess um, the locals um, around the area... Like, they know, like, when people are out of town going there because, like, they start to get, like, very uh, superstitious. Like, you see people throwing salt over their uh, shoulder, which is supposed to, I guess, ward off evil. Uh, Supposed to throw salt in the devil standing behind you. Correct. And um, Salt in the eyes of the devil. There you go. And so they also, um, like, when they're walking up to, you know, get into the forest... Uh, they'll see like, you know, women, you know, older women, you know, tending to like their yard or whatever they're doing. And she said, I just kept seeing like, you just women just like crossing themselves just yeah. because they're just like, Hey, like they're going to bring something out or these poor, these poor podcasters are going to go in and not ever come out. Yeah. That, you know, I'm thankful for all those like old blind women or whatever that are doing <laughs> the whole like Jesus cross or whatever, mm-hmm. keeping, keeping all these like, you know, Logan Paul's safe when they're out there doing checking dumb for shit. ghosts. Yeah, like, <laughs> I'm gonna fucking jerk off on this ghost. <laughs> like, yeah, um, yeah. No, I'm, I'm. Uh, I'll be honest with you. Of of many of the locations that we've covered, this one does intrigue me a lot. I would love to travel here one day and actually like camp out in in a location like this because I feel like if you're gonna see some scary shit or like not scary, not even scary shit, but like things that like might change your your view there's something really interesting about like a forest Mm -hmm. that is like you know the trees grow weird here like it's not just like someone told you like oh a long time ago somebody like buried something there no it's like the trees literally grow strange here like your compass doesn't really work all the time here and even saw something that i guess there's an airport that's like about like seven miles away from the forest and people were saying, Oh, maybe the compasses don't work all the, all the time because of the fort or because of the airport. Like it's like sending out. And there is theories like that the airport has something to do with it. Like the radio waves messing up and different things like that. Possibly. And yeah. And it's like, okay, kind of interesting, but it is, it does have a lot of like, then why doesn't Inglewood have this same thing? And LAX true, is in yeah. the middle of Inglewood, you know, in California. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, I, I hear those arguments too, and like somebody was trying to float the argument too. Like when you go in there, like you have like this stream feeling of anxiety and paranoia, and then like you know the the health issues and whatnot. And they were floating that idea too, like maybe it's the radio waves from you know the airport and whatnot, right? And it's all that five G, baby. <laughs> you get COVID, you know, yeah. once you go in there, right? Yeah. No, but like it's like that doesn't make sense because then it's just like, oh, okay, then why isn't every metropolitan you know airport? Why don't you have that same thing going on, right? Yeah, like that—that yeah. d- that doesn't happen at all, right? And um, another thing too that like struck me as as um, 
in in a way. Yeah, you have the ghosts, you have the spirits, you have the the voices and whatnot. Uh, but there's actually been um, UFO sightings here. Yep. Uh, the first one that uh, gets reported is in 1968 uh, by a military tech. It doesn't say what country is from, but uh, Mr. Emil uh, Barnia. Uh, he was out with a few friends in late August and noticed some weird lights in the sky. Uh, there's actually pictures of this on the internet that you can Google, and I'll put it onto the YouTube video um, at this point in the podcast. Um, but yeah, a lot of people also report that too. A- again, like on Destination Truth, they were seeing lights in the sky, and some people were trying to you know pass it off like, oh, okay, maybe it was just the airport in the distance. It's like, well, no, the airport's over here, and the lights are coming from over here. And just like on Skinwalker Ranch, uh, planes are supposed to have, they have like a certain lighting set up and they're supposed to blink. So that way, you know, you know, what direction they're going and how you can identify them and whatnot. And it's just as very stationary lights that go from different directions, kind of like the Tic Tac video, right? Yeah. Where it's just like planes don't do this. They don't go up, down, left, right, you know, like they're being moved around like a joystick and whatnot. And we're talking about 1968, right? Yeah. It's a military tech. And I guess the backstory on him too is like he had nothing to gain from, making up this story because he ends up losing his job. Another individual that sees lights in the skies or potential UFOs, uh, he reports on this, and he was actually actually a scientist at a university. When he started putting it out there that he went out to the Hoya Bachu and saw this, he lost his job because his scientific credibility was compromised due to his belief in UFOs. Yeah. Uh, you know, so the lights in the forest is one of the most controversial one because I feel like every time that somebody brings up strange lights in the forest, someone tries to come up with a, oh, well, the airport, well, the town's not that far away, so you might see, like, passing by headlights type of thing. And it's like, it's still about three miles away. Uh Like, it's not, and you're in forest. Like, it's not that easy to see just a light piercing through car, car headlights, that sort of thing. That's pretty tough. And it's not something that has just recently started happening in the last like 30, 40 years. Like it's been going on for a while. A while. Yeah. It's like, it's, you know, the story of the sheep herder wasn't just in the fucking like <laughs> 90s or whatever. It was, it's been a while now. Yeah. Um, so, you know, all these strange accountings, I don't, I don't just put them out there that like, you know, well, whatever. It was just headlights. Mm hmm. The, even the Destination Truth episode, what they saw like strange lights in the forest, like moving at the high part of the tree lines or whatever, like that is not nothing. Like to mm-hmm. me, that is really interesting. That is some Skinwalker Ranch level shit, where like you know you see strange things that just cannot be explained, and you can't just be like, "Where was a firefly?" <laughs> like, <laughs> like you know, pretty interesting shit. Yeah. Another thing too that has uh, a, a lot of similarities to Skinwalker Ranch is there's a lot of, a lot of technology failures. Like people mm. will go in with fully charged camera setup and you know, you know behind the scenes or whatever, you, you bring multiple batteries that are already charged and whatnot, right, to continue filming, and all the batteries will go dead, right, mm-hmm. just for no fucking reason and whatnot, right? And they get out of the forest and magically these batteries are already <laughs> charged again. You hear a lot of stories yeah. like that. Uh, a lot of stories about, you know, sound recording, uh, a lot of people go out there with you know spirit boxes. I don't believe in that shit. Uh, but like you'll just see like all of the all of this all this electronic equipment just goes dead. Mm-hmm. Like which is weird considering once you get out of the forest, that doesn't happen again. You know. Yeah. And to me, again, like a Skinwalker Ranch, you see that very much so uh, within that 
that area of land and whatnot, right? And the big thing about it is why it's called like the Bermuda Triangle of Romania. Yeah, you mentioned, you know, the girl that, you know, went missing for five years, as well as, you know, the the namesake of the forest is a shepherd that went missing and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I guess there's a lot of local legends of people going missing as well, you know, like random you know, girl in the 1980s goes missing, random person in the 1700s goes missing or whatnot, right? And again, another parallel with Skinwalker Ranch, how they're pseudosciencing it is just like, hey, maybe this is a wormhole, right? Mm. Um, and that's the big theory with, you know, the scientists that are investigating Skinwalker Ranch is like maybe we're seeing UFOs come in and out of the Mesa because we're this is a, a wormhole that we're dealing with. Another thing to put it in that, you know, <laughs> that, the, that area of that it's a wormhole is you'll be walking through the forest and then all of a sudden, like everything goes silent. Mm-hmm. And uh, one person that's a proponent of this theory says that, Hey, maybe you, this is a, a reaction of you being within the wormhole. You got, you know, one dimension over here, another dimension over here, and you're in between dimensions, so you're within a void. That's why you don't hear sound. You don't hear, you don't, you don't feel anything. All your senses go numb because you're with in between dimensions, yeah. which is in itself a scary fucking thought. That is a scary thought. You know, I don't know who said this, or I don't know who coined the idea of, like, weak points between dimensions and that sort of thing, and maybe that's where, like, ghosts cross over. And, you know, there's there's ghost sightings in this place as well and, like, strange apparitions and that sort of thing. Um, but maybe this is one of those points where, like, dimensions bleed over. If you believe in that sort of thing, I'm starting to believe in that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I think I've mentioned that a couple episodes now where, like, you know, maybe I'm not a ghost believer, but, like, that that wall between dimensions mm-hmm. maybe has weak points where, like, high Hoyabachu <laughs> or like Skinwalker Ranch, you know, they, that sort of thing. Maybe those are weak points in there. And the other thing, we haven't really talked about this, but like, and I don't know how people came up with this whole thing, but I guess like Hoyabachu <laughs> is a, like a center point for a lot of ley lines. And, mm. and I didn't really know what ley lines are, but I guess like things like the um, Stonehenge, like it falls on top of a ley line. Even uh, Skinwalker Ranch falls on top of ley lines. The pyramids, a, I the think. The pyramids fall on top of ley lines. I didn't really, uh, you know, it's kind of like the 37th parallel, I suppose, like, mm-hmm. you know, invisible lines, but I guess people map out the whole world or whatever. And it falls on top of this ley line. And I do find that kind of interesting that, you know, it does seem like the more we look into topics like this, you know, strange, mysterious parts of the world, Always seem to happen on these like certain points in the on on the globe, I suppose, mm-hmm. and like the ones that like we are very dismissive of. Remember when we covered that one house that was shaped like an upside down cross? Oh yeah, and it was like it turned out to be like everybody was like that's fucking bullshit, and like you know, like this is co- almost the complete opposite. Like it almost feels like there's so much like there's so much like uh, I don't want to say evidence, but like there's so much like. Um. Uh, yeah, I guess I'll say evidence. I guess there's so much evidence of thing of strange things happening there, and mm-hmm. it's like consistently, like not just destination truth, but people like podcasters still going there, and like YouTubers still going mm-hmm. there, and like constantly seeing strange shit. It's it is it is something that like 
I, I don't want to just say like it's not nothing like that yeah. upside down cross house. Yeah. Like this one actually feels like, hey, this is this might you might have something here. And to look at it from the other perspective, like the skeptic perspective and whatnot, right? Because I did live try to live like in that <clears throat> category as well. A lot of people say like, well, the stories that you hear about, like you never get the girl's name, you never get the sheep herder's name, you don't get recorded history and whatnot. And I was thinking to myself, I was like, yeah, that's true. Um, this all could just be local lore and legend yeah. and folklore or whatnot, right? Um, but then also, too, we're dealing with a different culture where it's just like, okay, yeah, it doesn't always have to be written down and whatnot, right? Uh, but one of the things that I did see, too, that kept coming up is that a lot of proof um, disappears, like where you take a, like people will take a photograph, right? And and I'll post some of these pictures as we're, you know, you know, going through this on the YouTube. Also, a picture of jail too. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> she Ugh. should be a part of the thumbnail whenever you post <laughs> it on, like how you bought you all these like creepy things, but she's like front and center. There you go. I I got you, yeah, baby. Yeah. Um, but like you'll <laughs> see pictures like where somebody takes a picture and like, look, I saw something creepy in the forest, and all of a sudden like that disappears, like the evidence of that disappears in the photo. And then you have the opposite where people take a picture of something not trying to take a picture of, you know, <laughs> something creepy, just like, you know, like, oh, it's a beautiful sunset. Yeah. And all of a sudden they get like this creepy apparition that appears in their photo as well. But my original point is, is like you do see a lot of disappearing evidence. Like the evidence literally just disappears off the page and whatnot. So wow, you do I didn't see that. Yeah, you do have a lot of that. And uh, one person that, you know, uh, that was talking with um, Emil Barnea, he said that, you know, when he was developing those pictures that kind of like your Queen Mary picture where some of them were yeah. very mundane. He had took like many pictures, uh, but some pictures would show nothing. Some would show something very explicit. And then something sometimes it was the picture would show something like in between, like almost like the, the lights were transparent, if you will. Like it yeah. was in the middle of disappearing is too. So, I mean, there's that as well, which goes back into the theory of wormhole. And then you go back and you talk about like that one uh, patch where nothing grows. Again, <laughs> drinking game. Yeah. How many times Jacob mentioned Skinwalker Ranch? On the latest season of Skinwalker Ranch, they talk about, you know, or they actually map out where the wormhole might be. Yeah. And it's this weird circular thing that they find in the middle of the ranch where all these anomalies happen. Anomalies where all the things happen in Hoyubachu is this circular area, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like maybe that's like the other end of the wormhole is that little circular patch. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, dude, the whole concept like of, of a wormhole and that sort of thing, like it it blows my mind because there is some like science fact, I guess, to mm -hmm. it or whatever. We know so little about wormholes and that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. I was just completely unrelated to this. I was listening to this whole Th there was like this guy who had a computer and he was getting emails from somebody who was supposed to be in the past. And I was like, that's dumb. Yeah. <laughs> and then like, and then he, I see starting emails from people in the future. And I was like, well, also dumb. But then I was like, what if like, I don't know, dude, like we know so little, we have such little understanding of what like, mm. like cellular signals, like, you know, cell phone signals. I mean, and like that sort of thing. And like, you know, what they, did they just, we actually, we know very little to what they do to our body. I'm not saying it's COVID or anything like that, but there's been like signs of like, you know, people, people's uh, like brain cancer being like at a higher risk because they hold the cell phone to their head 
all all time and that sort of thing. Like there's strange things like that. And that's why I'm a texter. Yeah. So <laughs> when you put your phone in your pocket, don't put it next to your dick or whatever. You know, you don't want <laughs> testicular cancer. But um, um, yeah. <laughs> as, as Jacob moves his phone away from, uh, but um, I've been known to wear basketball shorts. Okay. Yeah, I was like, I wear fucking fucking. Iron shorts, dude. I wear those Mormon shorts, dude, for for that reason. <laughs> um, but um, no, I mean, like, we know so little about that. Like, I started, you know, if you go down in the future, I assume if you're if you're a uh, if you're a believer of that time is a flat circle and everything's mm. everything that has happened has already happened. You know, shout out to Loki, the show. You yeah, know, we've been watching the show Loki, but. You know, those radio signals from the future, does that mean that they would can always exist? Or, like, the, the signals that we produce now, if I send a text, like, the the messaging of that to stay floating in the air? And, like, could, you, could someone in the future pick up on that shit? Like, I don't know. There's a lot of, like, weird things that, like, we still know. We know very little about, like, mm-hmm. about, like why our electronic devices get drained or why our compasses don't read correctly when we're in these situations. Like we don't. And then we just chuck it up to like, oh, I don't know. It's just kind of a weird anomaly. And like, you know, wormholes and that sort of thing. It seems like kind of a cop out answer, but it also seems like a very plausible answer at, mm-hmm. at sometimes. So I don't know. I find things like this, like super intriguing. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, to see that there's other places on Earth besides Skinwalker Ranch, who we get, we give a lot of <laughs> shout outs to. Yeah. And definitely hey. needs to get revisited as another episode. Yeah. But, um, but, you know, I find that, it, you know, when I see other places on Earth getting shit like this, I, it really excites me because mm. it kind of tells me, like, you know, it's not just a one off thing. It's not just the one place in the world that happens. There's other strange places in the world that give people bad juju. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's a reason why people constantly, like families would move out of Skinwalker Ranch and it's had different owners, like, or people get medical conditions that like that dude that was getting like a brain tumor and his like head was going to explode. Like, yeah, yeah. there's things like that that just happen where it's just like, you know, naturally make people want to move out of that area where it's mm-hmm. like, maybe this is not a good place to settle. <laughs> and like, you know, Hayubachu Forest, you know, same thing. There's a reason why humans don't just naturally want to go in there. Like, they're just like, nah, let's stay away from that place. And there isn't a a contingent, though, that, you know, like, you go on the internet and you look this up or whatnot, and, you know, they debunk, if you will, a lot of these things. And, I mean, to give the devil his due, you know, like, yeah, there's not good record-keeping of, like, the names of people that have gone missing. You know, also, too, the you know it's important to note the science is inconclusive on the soil apparently you know the radiation levels that were taken on the sample of the day that they took it uh some a lot of times it comes back as normal uh but again there is anomalies where it does come back abnormal as well so it's important to note so i mean to me like it's like one of those things where it's inconclusive i'm very much like i guess you can call me the skeptic you know out of the two of us and whatnot yeah. But, like, when you look at both sides fairly, you know, the skeptical side and, like, the more fringe side of it, it's very inconclusive because it doesn't seem like it's consistent. It's not like you can just spend a day there and get all your conclusions. Like, again, like, you have the physical evidence. Why did the trees fucking grow like that? Like, I don't, you don't really see that anywhere else in the world, right? And, you know, like, all the evidence of people going in, having these experiences, Mm -hmm. there's very explicit 
stories, like I said, of like people, you know, with higher budgets than us going there and coming out and thinking like, wow, why the fuck did I have to go home? And I had like this humongous fever. Then as soon as I got home, you know, I was fine. Like that doesn't make any sense. That's not how fevers work. Yeah. And so it's, there's, there is something to it and it's not explained. So. Yeah. I mean, this is just one of those that until we, uh, Come up with wormholes like that we can control. <laughs> this is this definitely feels like it's going to be one of those things that just we'll never have an answer to it. Mm-hmm. I mean, is it just a haunted forest? I mean, and I hate to just be like it's ghost type of thing, but if this is definitely when we covered the suicide forest, a lot of it had to do with like you know volcanic like. Um, like what's that stuff that volcanoes produce? Um, sulfur. Sulfur. It's like bad for humans. It like makes people like, you know, it's not a it's not a very healthy place for humans to go type of thing, you know. Mm-hmm. And then it just kind of became a thing. Like you know, we could just as easily have done an episode about um, the Golden Gate Bridge, which is one of the most like famous places for people in the United States to go commit suicide. Mm-hmm. It doesn't get promoted. The city of San Francisco doesn't want people to be like, yeah, that's one of the most famous places to go commit suicide. But it is. Like, it has abnormally large numbers of suicide of people that go commit suicide at at, at the Golden Gate Bridge. Um, but it just doesn't have that stigma. But we don't go like, oh, yeah, it's super haunted, dude. <laughs> I saw fucking Steph Curry, like... <laughs> the ghost of Robin the, Williams. The, uh, fucking <laughs> Joe Montana that was chasing me, bro. Like, it's just, you know, people don't think about that when they think of San Francisco. Comment from fucking Full House was fucking barking <laughs> fucking at him. The, the, the Michelle Tanner was saying, hold on and have small legs. <laughs> <laughs> have mercy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What's the, what's the name of that puppet? Upchuck or something? Or Oh, oh, well, fucking, yeah, the fucking jackalope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did he, have, he had, like, the dude had a puppet, right? Um, yeah, yeah. Uncle, like the, the, the Uncle weird Joey, uncle, yeah. Uncle Joey had a puppet or whatever. The, the, one, the one that was banging Alanis Morissette. Yeah, yeah. 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 You know that song? The, the, you you know, the whole jagged, jagged little pill was about him? Yeah, that's, that's wild. That's crazy, dude. Yeah. That's wild. Next time, we got to do an album review of Jagged Little Pill. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of industry plants. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> man. But, um, yeah, no, it, uh, Hoyabashu, whatever. Yeah, yeah, super super interesting topic, not not a very research-heavy topic or whatnot, but it is definitely a creepy force. And I will say this, too, to kind of, like, live, like, in both lanes. Like, forests in general, like, have a creepy vibe to him. I think it's just like that natural fight or flight instinct that we have. Like, you know, where it's just like, there are things watching you. That's a big thing too, where it's just like, there's things watching you. And I think that's just like a natural part of our evolution where it's just like, yeah, there is things watching you like fucking natural uh, predators and like owls and wolves and whatever else is out there. Right. We get those creepy vibes to let us know like, Hey, get the fuck out of here and whatnot. Obviously, there's places like this and Aoki Gahara where it's heightened, you know, a little bit more. Um, but, yeah, like in general, like forests, like, <laughs> you're going to get a bad vibe in them unless, like, you're one of yeah. those, like, Grizzly Adams motherfuckers. I'm trying to find out who said this, but there's that quote of, like, nature is the church of the devil. Mm. And uh, nature is the devil's church. Who said that? Well, that's weird. Oh, it's from a song. <laughs> oh. <laughs> or I don't know. Maybe the maybe it is just from a song. Huh. Anyways, it's one of my favorite quotes ever. But like I do think that there is just an uneasiness about nature that like 
that it takes us out of our comfort zone. It really does. Even if you go to a non-haunted haunted location, if you just go to, um, what's that one place that we have here in the United States? The, um, the, um, like Yosemite? the Grand Canyon. Oh, okay. Yeah, so yeah. like the Grand Canyon is like, you know, there's so many deaths happen at the Grand Canyon because people fall. Mm. And I think a lot of it has to do with, we are not used to seeing things of that magnitude. Like that's why I think people are impressed when they go to like IMAX theaters because we just spend so much time indoors. Like everything is like four walls. Everything's like six feet away from us. Like, you know, it's not really like we just become like used to our little boxes that we, we go to places like, you know, Hayabachu, Hayabachu, <laughs> or that sort of thing. Anywhere in nature, like I've been just like down the street here at like Wind Wolves Preserve. Yeah, and like it does feel like dang, it feels fucking big. Like it just goes on forever, and I can only imagine something like the Grand Canyon, where like people fall to their deaths all the time because they don't calculate how big something is. Well, my dumbass too. Like when I went to Hawaii and whatnot, right? Like the ocean was just so beautiful and it was so clear and like the mm-hmm. horizon, like I said. Like you were saying, it looked like it went on forever. And I was like, you know what? I got to jump in this water. You know, like, God forbid, like, I go to Hawaii and I don't get into the water or whatnot, yeah. right? And there was all these, like, Samoan guys, like, in there, you know, like, the shallow end fishing or doing whatever they were doing. And they saw me, my fucking dumbass swimming in there. And they were telling me, hey, brother, you better be a good swimmer because if not, you, the ocean's going to take you out, you know, not bring you back. Huh. And I was like, oh, it's fine. I have a swimming pool at home. Yeah. And sure enough, I got far enough out. With the ocean, I was over here, and it drug me about a mile, half a mile out, and then the the undercurrent drug me like another mile down the way. It took me like three yeah. hours to walk back down to my hotel and whatnot. So yeah, yeah it I again a hundred percent to your point. That's scary as hell, dude. That's yeah. definitely a Hawaiian baptism. That yeah, did, <laughs> man, that that is pretty scary. Um, yeah, I, I don't think people people like spend enough time outdoors. And I do think that it fucks with people. Like I, like I do, you know. Even just being in a in an empty house with no electronics and all silence and all this thing, like I do think that elements like that we get so used to having, like the buzzing of a refrigerator, like the buzzing mm-hmm. of like your phone charger or whatever, you know, the fan going. Like we get so used to all these like ambient noises that when we're pulled away from all that, it kind of scares us. Like it's just like, oh, we're out of our yeah. we're out of our comfort zone. Yeah. I don't know. I, I I personally believe that. Um but you know, this is definitely a place that if, if I had the money and time, I would mm. definitely want to visit this or place. Enough Patreons. It, and enough Patreons, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I definitely would want to visit this place. I think we have enough money in the Patreon coffers, so I think we can take a trip to like Long Beach or something yeah, like yeah, that. Long Beach. Hey, the the Queen Mary, dude, it's pretty fucking trippy. That place by itself was pretty trippy. Yeah. Yeah. I recommend that place. Coming October 2024. Yeah. <laughs> Queen Mary. I stay at the Queen Mary. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Separate rooms, though. Yeah. Separate rooms. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. I'll sleep outside. <laughs> <laughs> on the poop deck? Yeah. I'll sleep on the poop deck. I was next to that big blowhorn. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, man. You got anything else? No, that's it. Tell your mama you boo with two. Shout out Elizabeth Jackman. Tell Elizabeth Warren. I just started following JL on Instagram. I didn't oh, know she had an Instagram. Send me that shit, please. Dude, like, let me see if I still have her Instagram pulled up. I'm going to follow her on my personal account and the fucking Dude, official. like, I just, I just want, oh, I think she's in Hawaii in there. But, like, I just want, like, I already like that one. But it's like, mm. I know you mentioned that other girl, the girl that was dating, like, Zach Baggins. But a wise man once said, 
shout out to our boy Ernesto. He worked at the East Side Target. But like, there's like girls you date, and then there's girls you marry, mm-hmm. and then I just feel like you see this girl, and that's a painting of a person. <laughs> but um, but it's just like, goddamn, like, mm-hmm. like that is like no no offense to that girl that was what show? She was like a playmate or something. Yeah, uh, the girl's next door. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, all right, whatever. Like, there's like whatever stuff where it's like, yeah, she's hot. I get it. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying she's hot, not hot. But then there's like jail where it's like oh my god like not only are you hot but it's like you're beautiful yeah you are like one to my pat taste palette this is why art exists i'm not talking about you i'm talking about the the culture of art paintings and sculptures absolutely she is the inspiration for all things this is the different like she is like she is the 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 wine to my taste palette, and the other girl's like the Mountain Dew <laughs> to my taste palette. Or it's like I get it, big boobs, blonde hair, I get it, whatever, yeah. <laughs> sugary drinks or whatever. You yeah. know, it's like whatever. But mm-hmm. I don't know. That to me is the the difference. That's chicken soup for <laughs> yeah. the soul. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Anyways, shout out to Jail. Ooh, she'll be on the podcast next next week. <laughs> <laughs> her, either her or Vincent, we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Vincent, you're gonna have to put on some uh, some rouge. And he just sack. comes up with like a fucking hoodie and like <laughs> like sunglasses, pretending. Hey guys, it's me, Yeah, be fun. Anyways, guys, speaking of social media, guys, if you have anything you want to add to the Oya Bachu. Uh, or if you have any topic suggestions, I got a lot of topic suggestions this past week from people listening nice. in and whatnot. So we love that. I will put it on the list. I can't guarantee we're going to cover it right away, uh, but we will cover it sometime down the line. So get us at get at us on all the social medias at Arjigaboo America, except for X. Fuck Elon Musk, man. I love saying Twitter better, <sighs> but we are on X, regardless of the fact. We are there at Arn Jacob do a one because goddamn son, sometimes that is just how a steak is done. And I was playing with the idea the other day. Like I had to like condense bottles of a one. I was trying to make like, you know, room yeah. in my fridge. You know, I was, there was a one sauce in my mom's fridge that I had to take over to our house. So I was like condensing bottles, like put them together. So I don't, so I can make more room in there. And I was thinking, I was like, man, I should put one of the empty bottles, like just like in the background oh, yeah, <laughs> over yeah. here. Cause I feel like a one is a part of the show now. But anyways, Sometimes that's how a steak is done. Fuck you, Jesus Gutierrez. But anyways, if you want to support this podcast in any way whatsoever, uh, hit us up on patreon.com slash America, where every single week we put together a bonus episode for your listening pleasure. So if you like us here, you'll love us over there. I guarantee it, just like the men's warehouse. Uh, and this week is no exception. Uh, this week we talk about, you know, classic horror movies and, you know, or my disdain for The Exorcist and, you know, Art's love for the movie uh, Audition and whatnot. So uh, check us out there. It's more of a, a hang, a friendly comedic it's just hang. a good hang, bro. Yeah, so check us out on the Patreon. Support this show. If you want to support us in any other way, guys, uh, go to the official website, artandjacobdoamerica.com. Follow the merch links where we currently have four designs up there. And it's not so much to help us monetarily as we see maybe a couple cents from every purchase made over there. Uh, but it goes a long way in helping promote the podcast. Maybe you got some extra change. Maybe you got a fat tax return that you, you're going to get or whatnot, right? Because the government, you know, pushed back, you know, the time limit that you have to file your taxes. Maybe you just file your taxes and you get a fat tax return and you want to go to Romaine. You want to go to Transylvania. Oh, wanna... people are still getting their tax returns? Yeah. That, oh, like shit. November or something. 
14th, I believe, you, you have now until, to fire taxes. So, yeah, it is. Yeah, shout out to Biden, I guess, on that. Or fucking Congress. I don't know who did it, but like, they did it, right? Uh, but maybe you have some extra money and you want to head on over to the Hoyabachu or whatnot, right? Spend the night or whatever. Hit jail up and say, like, hey, baby, you want to go see the fucking Hoyabachu again? Yeah. I want to see those lights. Let's make some let's fireworks. See, let's make some lights, girl. Yeah, there you go. Let's get all firme. Anyways, uh, wear our Jacob Do America t-shirt when you're doing that. Uh, some villagers in Romania and Transylvania will see that shit. Listen to our podcast and help us increase our uh, listenership, which will help us tremendously. Uh, but anyways, guys, if you want to hear other great podcasts, guys, I highly recommend heading on over to podbelly.com, where we are official members of the Podbelly Network. Check out other great shows, such as Graveyard Tales, who also does this topic as well. Nice. Uh, as well as our boys over at the world-famous Sofa King Podcast, Hillbilly Horror Stories, and Robots Ride. But with that said, Art, my voice is rapidly disappearing. Just like <laughs> that five-year-old in the forest. So. Yeah, dude. Just well, like that little girl that disappeared for five years. And yeah. And it'll come back yeah. unchanged, unfazed, whatever. So with that said, guys, goodbye. Good night. <laughs>